I can continue if you want me to. Nah. Uh, uh, you go on. She's a bitch on Wednesday, Saturday. She's a bitch. Then on Sunday, just to be different, she's a super king called Mega Mega Bitch. Talk to kids around the world that might go a little bit something like this. Honey, man, I'm have you ever my friend Cal's mom? She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a mean old bitch. She's a big, 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 to say that if you're referencing song from back in the day well, that someone's mum's a big fat bitch I think it's alright to call someone a big fat bitch now if they're a big fat bitch <laughs> it's not like sexist or anything or I'm fattest it's just if someone's a big fat bitch it's really cruel though <laughs> think oh I could, fuck off as, you you're know, so woke <laughs> I could possibly quote that full film word for word is it um, I go longer on cut hi cool we're actually going to see um, We've got to see the Book of Mormon, uh, Mormon yeah. the, It was written by Matt Stone and Trey Parker In a few weeks Were you in a fucking London to watch that? Manchester. No, it was Manchester well, we'll talk to you about it later <laughs> <laughs> I like how this is part of the podcast Everyone's in there going, listening, going nah. Can I come? Can I come? If we haven't played the intro, it's officially not part of the podcast This nah. is just a little bit that I edit And try and capture Probably what will be your song just before we start. <laughs> just the end, so there's no context. Eh? So just have to say, big fair fucking bitch. <laughs> if anyone doesn't get that reference, then they can fucking switch it off right What now. I'll do is I'll put a quote about Shane's mum just before that. <laughs> <laughs> and then that. I wouldn't say that about uh, Shane. Nah, my mum's an angel. You can't. Nah, it's okay for him to just call people big fat fucking bitches though. Nah, but if someone's a, a big lady and they're... Not nice. You can call them a big fat bitch. I'd call someone a big fat cunt if they're a big fat old dude. You know what I mean? It's, it's just why just, does it need to be a bitch if it's a woman? But why can't they all be? Well, because technically a bitch is a female dog, so it's just calling someone a dog. But I the would female just call version. Everyone, I'm, I'm all about gender equality, so I would just call a cunt a cunt. Well, yeah, but you know, sometimes if you're describing it to a blind person, they bitch need to know is the a gender. Shit word as well. It, it's just a shit word, and not in like a an offensive way. It's just. It's just a crap word. It's not horrible though. There it's are worse not, words. That's what I mean. It's just uh, yeah, like girls. To be fair, to backtracking us, girls take ownership of the word bitch. What yeah. up, bitch? Yeah, hey, bitch. Yeah. Oh, you're good, bitch. It's like the that's my female voice. If by you're way. a rapper, like it's kind of like we can't say it. Like if I go, yeah, what up, my bitches? Everyone looks at me like you fucking pig. Sit down. Whereas, like you know, it's the as same. opposed to how they look at you anyway. Yeah, no, because I fucking they love me. Um. <laughs> the bitches love you. <laughs> Should I hit? Is it the question one? It's a question one! Oh, yeah. Danny said big fat bitch before. Make sure you keep that in. <laughs> we still no cunts, but you played the intro, yeah. <laughs> you kind of started yeah. playing it then. All right, ready, run? Clear your throat. <clears> throat> You ever seen that guy that goes, like, You fucking little bitch! You should be fucking eating protein and shit! Play the intro. <laughs> The following podcast contains three mates talking shit over some beers. As you can imagine, the language can get a wee bit hairy from time to time. So, get involved. Grab a beer and join us for Drunk Therapy, the podcast. None of that is staying in, eh? We just talked for about 15 minutes and it was amazing, but I dare say none of it makes the cut. Because snatchies get stitches. 
And that would be full on snitching on how we actually are. All oh, right, yeah. not the polished like the hey, facade. Look at us. The look facade that we've curated about these nice guys are slightly edgy. He actually goes home and crochets. Shane, <laughs> James, just before we started the podcast, was like, "Never gambled in my life." <laughs> and Danny was just sitting there going, "Fuck, I'm happy." Like just all the time, just so fucking happy. Ah, eh? <laughs> oh, you took that too far. <laughs> yeah. You took that too far. People were believing it for a second. We actually seen a guy yesterday. Right, he was. Uh, Kitted out in a full suit, right? So he's clearly a business type. And I just looked over and I went, look, that's fucking Danny. That guy looks like Danny. <laughs> Shane looked at him for maybe 20 seconds, didn't say anything, and then went, nah, that guy's happy. <laughs> he was just like, made you new but smiling in a suit. It I was- hate when folks say they've seen somebody that looks like me because it's usually just a fat guy with a beard. <laughs> and I was just like, it's like a fucking Christmas comes and you're like, Jesus, here we go. Everyone's going, oh, look, there's Danny on TV again wearing that fucking red suit. So no more comparisons, please. Sorry. But you have... Um- Got a you big have red smiled. Suit you wear all the time. <laughs> you, you've taken a turn on an Instagram recently because you've smiled in a few photos. It's kind of gradually evolving from Danny face to smiley Danny face. The, the joke wore thin. I thought. I thought like the the joke peaked with the Cuba thing. I thought like there was no offending followers as an Instagram a Danny face and a fucking beautiful picture in Cuba. And uh, I just felt like that the joke had peaked at that point. So now I'll try and smile. I generally, I'm very uncomfortable smiling for pictures. I really do hate it. But like, see if you were on that well, when you were on that beach. I imagine that you weren't just sitting there with a full on like Instagram smile. Like, no, nah, I, I feel uncomfortable smiling. So usually, when if there's there'll be pictures on our Instagram of us with guests and stuff, the pictures taken whilst we're laughing about something or someone said something. Like, for example, we were at a wedding on Friday and the guy was, it was us, I say us, me, the groom and our fellow groomsmen. And the guy was like, hey guys, just act casual amongst yourselves. And I went, yeah, everyone, just picture your face when James sent us his big suicide thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, folk, and everyone laughed. Folk kind of laughed awkwardly and I was like, nah, seriously, picture him with that belt wrapped around his neck. And at that point, everyone was just, other than you and I, everyone's just kind of like... Uh, <laughs> the photographer's that, yeah. going. What the, the photographer fuck heard is this. He heard every word of that, but that's how I want to make a casual picture. You know yeah. what? If you if you're sick of Instagram and how pretty it is and how like fake it is, just follow Danny because he's just grumpy as fuck. It's kind of like his brand. Like it's almost like you've made a brand of just being a bit mopey cunt. Like your Instagram the other day was fucking solid. Yeah, grumpy cat died recently. <laughs> yeah, grumpy just, Danny can take over. All you, you need to do is put a couple not, of cat filters on me. Did you kill Grumpy Cat? Because I know you. You don't like cats. Did you eat it? He's like fucking powers. He's like see a young up and coming mob boss when he's taking <laughs> territory off the older figures. He's like, I'm gonna fucking poison this cat, and that's me taking <laughs> over his territory. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't kill Grumpy Cat, but I have a powerful friend called Timmy Jenkins, who's capable. I thought of it was Jimmy Tenkins. No, Jimmy Tenkins is a welder. <laughs> he's a 54 year old welder from Warrington. Timmy Jenkins was the 11 year old orphan. Right, right. I'm getting confused now. I'm yeah. losing interest. <laughs> it is confusing. Um, Speaking of Instagram, we asked some. We got people to ask us questions on Instagram, and this is the fucking like genuinely it's so fucking exciting at, at because the, we don't have to do any work. Yeah, I know, but also <laughs> I didn't think anyone would fucking answer. I was well, like, ah, oh, you've shared at someone like this is a shit idea. It didn't work, and then that's Dan- what I was going to say because this is the what the fucking fifth attempt at this. And finally, <laughs> people asked us because we tried it before, and everyone's just kind of like, nah. I think there was one question that came in once that was really good that I've forgotten, <laughs> and that's it. It's probably from Keenan. Hey? It's like when we put a poll up and you get nothing, so you have to go on, <laughs> on your personal Instagram and then like. 
it and then it shows that it's like 100%. <laughs> and then you got to get your girlfriend to do it and then you like ring your mates going, wait, can you do me a favour? Can you go on this poll? And like, no? Yeah, fuck off. That's what's going to happen the night before the sub crawl. In fact, we should address the sub crawl poll. That was probably the most successful one that we've ever put up. It went exactly as I predicted because I said that everyone would vote yes and none of them would turn up. And the perfect summation of how everyone would vote yes and no one would turn up would be that our good friend Kenneth, who lives in New Zealand, Voted yes to coming to a sub crawl in Glasgow. Kenneth so the poll is a sham. No, the sub crawl won't happen. If there's one thing I know about and Kenneth, I'm not going. If there's one thing I know about Kenneth, he's a sound fucking solid. Says what he means, means what he says, kind of cunt, and he will be there, and he will fucking he'll be the life of the party. Run like fucking Kenneth, get that guy a beer. Well, let's get on a Kenneth and a beer in a second, but I'm throwing it out there right now. I'll take full responsibility to organise this. You know how very good I am at promising to do something and then delivering. <laughs> if my like rap song, my rap song, and my children's songs, anything to go by, this is a hundred percent solid. <laughs> well, I'm, I- I'm going to say that the twentieth of September. The 28th of September, Shane's birthday. The day after, sorry. We're going to do a sub crawl from Glasgow, the 28th of September. Even I'm sitting there going, can I make Um, this? Jesus, just allow me. I'll just do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's just you just drinking in like the Loudon Tavern, just uh, having a horrible time. Interject at this point, and uh, I'll not go off on one, but I'll interject at this point and say that on, well, by the time this goes out, the Edinburgh Festival will be finished. So I went to the Edinburgh Festival recently, went to some shows on my own, flying solo now, we've talked about it before, fucking great day out. And I hit a dilemma where it was so fucking expensive, like so stupidly fucking expensive to yeah. buy a drink in Edinburgh for the festival. So I mulled with my conscience about getting into a Witherspoons because I walked past the Witherspoons and they were advertising Hop House Lager at three fifty a pint. Hop House is a decent beer. Three fifty is a fucking really good price. It's not a good price, but it is for Edinburgh. So I threw out because we've said before what we do for conversation topics in this podcast. We throw shit out in capital letters, and I just put the word Witherspoons in. And what I was going to talk about was the fact that I had this moral dilemma because Witherspoons is fucking awful. The guy that owns it, absolute bastard, champion of Brexit. I know we don't talk about politics. Guys, can't don't drink Witherspoons. <laughs> so I stood outside, wrestled with my conscience, and went, "You know what? Fuck it. I'd rather pay." Fucking five fifty for a plastic cup of piss somewhere to <sighs> give Witherspoons money. So I put that out as a conversation topic to which Shane replied saying, <laughs> can we record an episode of this podcast in Witherspoons? But we'll do that thing where people will order drinks for us. And use, the two yous ran with it. And do you know what? I just let yous run with it. Not enough people. No one will join in. No one will buy us drinks, right? Because that won't happen. But then I thought, oh, there's no point in me saying that. Because, and I went back to it today. In episode 20, James said he was having his rap song done by episode 25. I think we're into episode 30 now. Um, him and Shane said they would have the kids' <laughs> song done by episode 21. Shane, Shane also said yes. his mum would feature on that kids' song. Uh, about a month ago, we discussed doing a sub crawl chat. This is literally the first time it's been mentioned since then. So, do you know what? Batter in with the Witherspoons plan. No, no, but that, before the Witherspoons, let's go back to the sub crawl. 28th, mate. I think it was the 20th two minutes ago. No, it was, it was genuinely 28th because it was the day after your birthday. No, this. you see the 20th. You did see the 20th two minutes ago. <laughs> Don't edit this out. <laughs> you Don't said fucking make us wrong and you eat it. I won't. I won't. I could. <laughs> <laughs> Look I at him, he's going, note to self, edit yeah. that out. Make just, just a little bit of confession <laughs> in this questions podcast that's had no questions yet. Um, sometimes I redub myself and I sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit, eh? Sometimes you'll hear me and I'll be like, uh, sure, Darren, what about when we did the song? And they go, ah, oh, and I'll just be like, fuck. 
fucking completely coherent two seconds <laughs> the, uh, later. The perfect example is because I, I ended up listening to that episode twenty because it was it was a funny episode, and it, we touch on drugs later on in that. So it's like uh, we, as we start get ready to start talking drugs, James is like talking in the studio, and then it's just kind of all of a sudden just it cuts out of nowhere. And you should go back and listen to it because it's funny as fuck. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, yeah, drugs are fucking. We at Drunk Therapy are responsible <laughs> for drug taking and we are aware of the dangers of drugs. So before we get into this conversation, let's we are aware of the dangers of drugs. It's like cocaine man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking public service now to know. Fucking here, Ronald right? Reagan in the eighties, isn't it? But you know who you are. You're the fucking disclaimer that's really quick at the you know, failure to pay your mortgage, may get your house taken off you. That's what you are. Hey, to be fair though, like I, I do edit the podcast and when I go back sometimes, even when it's there's some stuff Shane has said that I've edited out and he said some stuff that has stayed in but my fucking god I have to delete that because I can't put a Kiwi accent on so just kidding um, but sometimes I have to do it but sometimes it's just because I sound stupid less and less now because I realise that me sounding stupid is, is normal it's part of the part of the fun though isn't part it? of so, the charm isn't so, it so 28th the- right and I, I'm sticking by the 28th right I'm sticking by because I'm pretty sure I said the 28th it's because I can't really speak and I would never have said the 20th because the 20th is a Friday well, wow, my birthday's the 21st, so... If you, you guys can make the 28th, I'll set up a Facebook event, I'll invite some people, we'll get Kenneth over from New Zealand, because instead of buying him that beer that he so desperately wants, after being promised five times you can pay for his flights to come over. <laughs> Anyways, how, how are we getting on with that beer? Um, I actually spent about, <laughs> it was a slow day at work today, I spent about two hours trying to figure out how to send a beer to New Zealand, from New Zealand. Fuck! I mean, I love New Zealand. New Zealand's a beautiful place, but it's rubbish at sending beers online. Like, I, I'd imagine that'd be quite hard, eh? I was actually trying to send... We've got this deal right through work called Beer 52, so they send yeah. they send beers out and it's free and you pay the postage for your first time. It's that You'll see it. Everyone does it. Um, and I went, all right. There's nowhere, there's nowhere like a wee brewery or something. You could just buy something and then and send it over. Especially getting Scottish beer would be a nightmare as well, because that's what we said we would get. I would. Some Scottish beer on New Zealand, it'd be quite hard to send that. It'd have to be tenants. tenants. And then you'd get tenants and be like, you know what? But you couldn't, like you, you said, it's too difficult to do, it's, so you, you wouldn't do it. It's tricky. Fuck off. You've got, you, I know you guys are fucking putting me into a corner now and you're going to go like, what about this website? What about this website? What about your brother? What about this? Well, like, what's, what's the date today, Shane? Uh, it's the yeah. 15th of August. Do you know what I done in the 1st of August? What? I ordered Kenneth beers and it took me about 10 minutes. <laughs> And do you know what happened on like the 5th of August? Kenneth sent us a message. Aye, and pictures to our Twitter and our Facebook. Shows you how much Shane pays attention to this shit. And so, what did Kenneth say? He said, thanks very much for the beers. Do you know where the beers came from, James? New Zealand? No, no, they came from Scotland. There were Scottish beers that I ordered online from a New Zealand website. What? Like, honestly, nah, I know. Nah, that's impossible. I know. That is impossible. Do, do, you know, do you know what I had to Google to find that? Buy Scottish beers in New Zealand. Yep, that was it. it was, and I had to think ah, about it's that. It's all in the wording now, isn't it? To be fair, I researched that before I said it. It's not just something that would pop into your head. I, I did research that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. Good. So, yeah, Shane, you owe me 15 quid. Uh, how about you eat a bag of dicks? Because I don't I, care about you. I care about Kenneth. But now that my debt is paid to Kenneth, whoo! Though this is a thing. Man. Kenneth still thinks those beers are from you, but no, when he, he listens to. Oh, right. Does he no, not? Doesn't. He knows fine well that. Because so, Danny yeah. would have been like from Danny on the, no, no, on the card. Eh? I, I can't remember. We'll log on our Facebook and our ah. Twitter Shane and you'll see the nice card that we sent Kenneth <laughs> my phone's not in the room I can't but I really enjoy this but I knew, <laughs> if I, I knew if I'm well you would never pay me the money for it because you've still got a big list of other shit to do so um, that's fine I bought Kenneth these beers for a competition that I told you no one would enter <laughs> and it was a stupid idea you both done it anyway so 
Don't let me in with this. Well, every time I bring it up, Shane says that it was both of your ideas. So <laughs> it was James's yep. idea, but it was my idea, but I didn't know it would be implemented. Right. But honestly, you guys thought you were bullying me just then. I'm like, yes, it's like a weight off my shoulders because Kenneth's a good cunt, and he sends us mis- uh, questions, and he genuinely just seems like a, a sound cunt. Trying to get back into Kenneth's good books. <laughs> no, no, I don't need to get into Kenneth's good books. He's got beer. He doesn't care where the beer came from. It came from the podcast. The podcast is one. No, not, on, we're, not in the card that it is fucking Shane's turning into a boy band describing this podcast. Yeah. Podcast is one. We are a marriage of three guys that love each other as friends. We try to rape our brothers together. <laughs> well, you're welcome not to individually. try and come the sub crawl the sub crawl the twenty eighth of uh, September, and we will reenact the balls in our mouth. <laughs> That's another reason why I'm not coming. Now, seriously, though, like, I'll, I'll put it out there. I'll put it out there as a wee poll saying who would want to come in some dates. I'll get the dates from you guys, but I think we should do it. It'd be good to go out and have a couple of drinks with you guys, buying us drinks, all night <laughs> because we do this shit for free. Um, and yeah, well, <laughs> I, I know, just shaking. Daddy shaking his head. He's like, fuck off. I know what you're going to say to this, James, because Danny won't come. Me and you will just do a fucking sub crawl by ourselves. It's a standard Thursday for us. Are we doing rules? Because, like, I know you go, no, 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 before you go, oh, fucking rules make it not fun. Actually wasn't. Um, I don't know. I, I think we should put it out to the team, whether we want to do rules. It depends, because this could be a pittance of people, like four of us, or it could be a mass of people if we do tap into a lot of folk that want to get drunk on a Saturday in September, the week after, or the week of payday. We might end up with a good crew. And if you've got a good crew of people, you don't want to do rules, because that's, that's quite hard to monitor. Nah, you, the, the, the crew self-monitors the, the rules, but... What you do need, even if you're not doing rules or anything, you do need a bum bag man. And I've yeah, got we've one. got a, we've got a bum bag man, but we don't want to start being fascists on fucking uh, implementing you, rules on you, people. You don't, but the rules kind of build morale because everyone's then got the common enemy, which is the rules. Oh, and you... then the Loriston jumps on board, right? And they'll help fuck you over with the rules. And the rules go towards the kitty, so it just gets you more drinks if you fuck up. So uh, You both like actually think that you're capable of organising this. It's so sweet. I've organised... Fuck you, this will be the first thing that we organise that's good. And do you know what? I'll rap that night. <laughs> <laughs> you say everything you're going to rap. You're like, if we do a live gig, I'll rap. If we do this, I'll rap. If Stormzy makes another song... Nah, next- because we'll just make rule number six, everything needs to be rapped. <laughs> <laughs> and you already have some fucking, you pull out your rhyme book and just like nail what it. What rhymes like, with <laughs> rum? <laughs> um, nah, cool, man. That's that's good. Um, you were talking, somebody mentioned the word marriage there. And we'd probably be remiss not to, remiss. No one fucking speaks like that, do they? I, I like words, by the way. If you've not noticed, I say words that people might not say in normal conversation. Cause I, I like words. What a cunt you I know, are. Fucking, right. fucking Russell Brand over there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, darling. I like words. Uh, like, oh, fucking but no right. one uses that. But it would be remiss of us not to mention Danny's <laughs> best man speech at the wedding recently. Um I like words. How how did Sorry. that go? I was there. It was it was very good. It was but... full of words. Words that James like. <laughs> James just clapped every time. Like, oh, I like you put them together now. That's a sentence. I love that. I love that. Nah. Stop. Shh. Fucking hate your accent sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. He does sound like fucking Damien. Now you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was fun. Fun's the word. It went, it went better than I expected. I wrote it the week before. It was not toxic, but it was kind of it was kind of a bit. Well, tell us about how you're feeling because we we ushered and well you didn't you actually got exempt from the ushering duties because you. <laughs> I got a different coloured sporting. <laughs> Wait, can before you get into ushering shit, 
in New Zealand, it's what an eleven-year-old kid does, and you're like, "Oh, I ushered that wedding hard out." It's like, mate, you put you it's because the life expectancy in New Zealand is a lot lower. No, I, fucking, we live yeah. to like four hundred. Plus, they're not eleven; the hobbits they just look young. If it's if they're eleven, then that's like a second marriage, I think, as well. So <laughs> no, but they're, they're like, stop interrupting. It's this about a, Danny. It's not a fucking. It's, Ash is not a job, not a real job. Uh, um, we'll 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 uh, validate that with Kenneth, the real Kiwi on this podcast. When you pay <laughs> you pay for his flight over, he'll tell us. Everything. Now there was a moment in this uh, wedding where, and there was a moment where there is just a busload of middle class people coming towards us, <laughs> and I could see the look in your face, like fuck. What were you feeling at that moment? Well, I've uh, we we mentioned it before. Was it the drunk James episode we talked about it, and. Uh, we discussed the fact that it was a middle class wedding and I genuinely haven't been to a wedding since I was like eight years old. I was at my dad's second wedding. That doesn't count because it's a second wedding. And um, I it was I was shiting it because I wrote a speech that I've, with no basis of what a best man speech is, what it entails. I had jokes in it that I thought crossed the line because I essentially just said that his dick didn't work. Said that he couldn't get hard on. I called him a cunt on a projector. Uh, I called them boring, I called them vanilla, I called them dull. And I just thought there, was, there wasn't much love in it, to be honest. I needed assistance for the genuine sentimental bits because uh, I wasn't humanly or emotionally capable of doing that. But folk laughed and it made me realise that you could fucking write anything in a best man speech and cunts are just going to laugh. So I could have just stood up and went like, here, he was uh, fucking shagging somebody else last night. And folks, <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> I was shagging somebody else. Like, like, nah, seriously. Like, here's a video of him having sex with someone else last night. And they'd just be like, ah, look at his wee dick. <laughs> <laughs> look at his wee dick. That's the thing, though, because people, like, the, the, at weddings, like, if you're doing a speech at a wedding, you're shitting yourself because you're like, oh, I've got to be funny and I've got to, like, be heartfelt. And you kind of, you don't want to get too pushed before it, but you do want to have some beers and you want to, you know, ease it up a bit. But, like the speeches there are so fucking rubbish that even if yours is say, I don't know, five out of ten funny or you know heartfelt or something, it wasn't. No, it was ten. Well, uh, ten out of ten, that's I, great. But I everyone treated, else, I treated it like a genuine stand-up routine more than like a wedding. And he was given, he was given that introduction. You were given the introduction as my mate Danny, who was a former stand-up comedian, so I'm shaking myself kind of thing. And to be fair to groom, he did put him over at the start. Danny did an amazing thing because uh, that's fucking a wrestling term. Yeah, man. No, I fucking heard it as well. Um, Danny did an amazing thing where everyone else was doing their speeches at the um, the top table, and the dad had just delivered that amazing poem. It was fucking outstanding, right? And the the father of the groom, uh, father of the bride, was he 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 gave a very heartfelt, emotional speech, but uh, it was quite boring. <laughs> uh, and Danny just felt like that, right? And he started uh, he started talking, but then he just started walking towards a fucking platform stage halfway down and it was like this is going to be different and it fucking just added a different energy to the room man it was fucking brilliant one thing I will say is that weddings are quite boring like I and I felt this is what I was thinking the day after because it was like to the the bride and groom and groom's fucking good night and all that and that was like the best day of their life that they'll fucking remember everything and treasure every moment of that day I was fucking bored, man. <laughs> like, for big chunks of it, like, don't get me wrong, stuff happened, the stuff was fun and all that, but when it's not your wedding, like, the, the service was quick, so that was fine, that was all right. Nah, was there wedding? No. Nah, nah, it humanist. was a humanist ceremony. There was a moment where I confused this humanist guy for the father of the bride, and I turned around <laughs> to him and I said, so you nervous about the speech later? And they went, I don't give a speech later. And I was like, 
Hi, you, you do? You, you didn't talk for your dog. <laughs> and he was like, nope. And I was like, fuck, I've just confused this guy. And to be fair, this was the the first time I met the father of the bride. I asked him how many testicles he's felt in his life when I was steaming because Should he's a doctor. clarify he's a doctor. <laughs> <All right. Yeah. laughs> I just thought he was like a, like a fucking creepy And dude, then eh? they had to save him. But Danny set the tone for the day because it was quite a fucking vanilla wedding, really vanilla. And weddings shouldn't, not always like that. But he did say that during his speech. He's like, the groom's quite boring. He's <laughs> quite safe. And that kind of set the tone for the wedding. It was a very nice experience. Well, I was learning as the day went on. So what I didn't, there's loads that I didn't realise. But... I didn't, I get sat at the top table, so I was sitting away from all my friends. <laughs> and uh, so I've got such an amazing photo that I'll put out with this um, episode of just me, but with Danny in the background eating his dinner. <laughs> that, but what happens is that, and you all know it, I usually been to more weddings than I've fucking been to, but I didn't know that all the tables went in, like all the scum, all the peasants go in first <laughs> and sit at their table, and then the top table gets introduced after that so the venue we were in there was like a fucking set of stairs that you had to come down it's like beauty in the beast mate Uh, yeah that's the perfect description of it so we were sitting in what it's like we were in the green room we're like celebrities about to go on stage at a fucking concert we put ourselves everywhere Danny it's your turn but there was there was wedding planners with fucking headsets I was fucking scared of that wedding planner she was militant because we had no idea what we were going to do at the wedding when we got there she was just like right you're doing this you're doing this what's your name you're doing that put this flower on (laughs) fucking do that do that and it was but when so we were sitting in this room and I let right so the fucking parents of the bride and groom, the best man, and which I was never told there was a best man until that fucking two days before it, and I get given my own flower and my own spot, and that freaked me out. And uh, and then like right, so the parents of the groom, the best man, and the fucking head bridesmaid, you just go out now. And we're like, okay, cool. But we get like introduced, and people stood up and started clapping. <laughs> and they're like, why are you clapping our ability to sit? Ladies down and gentlemen. At the table? Please be upstanding for Danny from Drunk Therapy. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, James, but as we were walking, it I was have no so, idea. You told me this earlier, and I was so like, I can't remember. Fucking it. weird and ridiculous. So I'm looking out at this like crowd of people who are sta- standing, clapping people because they have the ability to walk. <laughs> and and uh, so I stood at the top of the stairs and fucking threw my hands up in the air like I was <laughs> oh, a yeah, fucking I did rock actually, star. Yes, I remember that. Because it was that. just so ridiculous, and people started cheering louder. And you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, to be fair, that was me. That, no, but every you maybe led the chorus, but I was like. I'm not fucking. I don't know why I'm about to say Bon Jovi here, but I'm not fucking Bon Jovi. Like no, you're not. coming on stage <laughs> at fucking Wembley Stadium. It was so weird. And so we went down the stairs and fucking sat down. And then every cunt had to get up again for the bride and groom coming down. And we we applauded their ability to walk. And it was uh, it was so f- weddings. Don't invite me to a wedding again. See, I've gone to different weddings. Your wedding sounds stressful. The wedding planning was fucking. It wasn't. I'm just shit. a weird guy. Uh, to be fair, it wasn't stressful. I think it's probably our resistance to really Happiness. embed ourselves into the planning beforehand to the point where the groom understood that and he went it'll maybe have to be on the day that we get someone to tell these guys their roles because we weren't going to go up there and have a you know itinerary or rehearsal or a you know the, a workshop here's how you do things my um my brother's wedding he makes movies in New Zealand he's also in the theatre scene and stuff they had a flash mob in the middle of the ceremony and, like, everyone's pissed at this stage. This, what an arsehole. Nah, mate. The ceremony went for 20 minutes, 
and fucking about six of that was this random singing chorus of just people that he didn't organize it they just kind of interrupted but the uh the the MC or the fucking celebrant knew it was happening. He didn't know. It was just like this cool moment where he was like, what the fuck's happening? And there was just this flash mob happening around him. And also the, another wedding that, you know, when you're saying they got to end raucous at my best mate's wedding. His- sorry, sorry, I dropped this. Just popped into my head. No, 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 no. Let me tell what fucking No, no, do no, you guys... Stop you- telling fucking boring... No, give me my wedding story. Do you guys have weddings and churches over there? Do you have churches over there? You've got churches. I know you've got a place <laughs> called Christchurch, which might be telling but do you have weddings in like proper religious establishments some people do a lot of people have them on the beach a lot of people have them in like massive like fields overlooking you know fucking the ocean it's it's, a lot of people will have it because new zealand's bigger a lot of people have bigger houses a lot of more land it's not a rich thing to have a lot of land it's just you know where you live kind of thing you need to give people land because there's land there and basically and like i've most of the weddings weddings i've been to have been at someone's house that has a fucking mean view and they're just gone can we put a marquee here and get some pissing and they're like yeah why not the best wedding i went to though no no sorry and i uh, sorry i interrupted go back to what you were saying well, no, the, 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 i was just gonna say like my best mate's wedding i was the one that i did the good speech at i was fucking you know by the time i'd done my speech shit-faced hanging out for my friends, friends and family and stuff. And my godfather, who was the father of the groom, basically was, we were all dancing and stuff. It was Is get- this a guy that's really hench? He's fucking huge. Yeah. He fucking tried to stand on one of the tables. So like, you know, the top table. So the top table looked like, looks lovely. It was on top of a stage. He was trying to crowd surf off that. Gets on the table and it just snaps in half. Oh, yeah. And he just lands in like a fucking big drunk sloppy mess in the middle of this table. And everyone just goes, yeah! Was you like- become an instant hero when you fuck up, don't you? If, if the crowd is right around you, like if they've all got amazing mentality, then you become a hero when you do something stupid. You're like, legend! That, this is how... James and I are the exceptions to normality and probably our other two groomsmen friends in the sense that we done like <laughs> I called it contractual obligations. So when the first dance happened, we danced to our respective bridesmaids. I did not go fucking near that dance floor once nah, after that. I, I nearly was- went for about ten seconds. The bridesmaid that I danced with, I just walked up and I went, I don't know how you dance, she went, You're so funny. And I was like, my overactive <laughs> brain just went what does the, she mean she listens to the podcast fucking love strong therapy that's what it means <laughs> but genuinely I was just looking and I now know that she was maybe a wee bit too drunk I was like what What does she mean by that <laughs> I, I, you know I, I'm sure that she hates me right now but nah we uh, the, the couple had a great day and they looked great and fucking they were all beautiful the, all the best and all that but it was like it, what we we are not we are not guys that are going to jump on tables and fall through them at a wedding I, um, Wait, can, I, can I ask you a question Shane see when you did your best man speech the best best man speech in the world Apparently, if you were going to rate best man speeches all over best the world, one I've, ever done. I've done two. Best Shane, one I've ever Shane done. Shane Hewison would be at the top of the, the best man speech list. Um, did yeah. you get a lot of people walking up to you and going, That was great? The whole night, everyone comes and talks to you. Like it's it's mental because you think your job's done and then you start getting shit faced. As soon as your speech is done, it's like, All right, I'm drunk now. I'm drunk now. And then all of a sudden, people are going, I loved your speech. And you're, you've almost forgotten you were at a wedding <laughs> and, and you and you did a big speech. You're kind of like, what? I'm not at a UN. <laughs> what? I thought I was the groom. Did, ah. you, did, did anyone tell you that they thought you were funnier than Billy Connolly? 
No. No, well, that's... Nah, they're yeah, fucking lying. Fucked fucked someone else said something to you that you really fucking enjoyed? All of it made... No, that, all of it made me uncomfortable. Like, I... It's... Pra- praise <laughs> no, is you not, enjoyed it, mate. Praise is not a thing that sits well with me because I'm not used to it. And I don't... I don't like it. Are you sure when you start sweating and, like, scratching your head? I, does that not mean you're enjoying something? No. So, people... This, someone came up to me and she... Like, to be fair, they were steaming and they were just like, aye, that speech is amazing. And she started calling the groom vanilla dave which i thought was very funny it's a nickname that hope sticks and uh she was just like i i, I thought that was like you're funnier than billy Connolly, and she's and she was being nice but she was just being drunk and i was kind of like oh this is really like thank you but i don't i don't take compliments at all like it freaks me out so i kind of made my excuses and and left and then later on that night the same person came up to me and was just like i fuck what was it again it was like i want nothing but the best for you in life like i want you to achieve <laughs> all your goals which is a really nice thing to say fucking but tony robbins at the wedding eh? but it, it's me that they're talking to so i was just kind of like uh help someone <laughs> there's, a, there's a few things that makes me uncomfortable about this wedding is the way you guys describe it so first of all danny you don't like hearing nice things or, or love or kindness or any warmth so like if <laughs> correct like if you're having a bad day i'll come and hug you and you just like most people go thanks you go Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and you make noises like stop hugging me now or I'll punch you. Yeah, and so that's one of the things. But the other thing is, you guys are from Glasgow and you're fucking claiming everyone from Glasgow are like you. They might not be, but you can't hate anything Scottish. Like you hate fucking whiskey, you hate kilts, you hate fucking Kayleys. That's not true. I like the the proclaimers. That's yeah, there was a very very tender moment at the end of the wedding because I had to. I had amazing, <laughs> a very very tender moment. It was, it was beautiful. Car. Like it was. All of us were in sync. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you sound like, honestly, like a fucking an Instagram post from like a woman's like motivational page. Well, he's, we are. he's about to destroy your theory, that's why. No, there's a... And I I have been negative about Scotland in the past, but I think that you caught me on a bad day, Shane, when you were probably destroying me for doing a gambling podcast. But <laughs> if you go back, he dubs over that episode. <laughs> genuinely dubs over that episode. <laughs> To clarify that he actually quite likes Scotland. Yeah. So go back and listen to that one as well. So he's you'll, just you'll, agreeing with me. We just took against Danny. You'll, you'll find the dub overs um, in most of the first 20 episodes. But after that, I'm, I'm no dubbing, <laughs> dubbing over. I just delete. <laughs> if you hear less of me in a podcast, I've been an arsehole. No, but the... there was an amazing moment because I, I did a playlist for after when the band finished. But for some reason, it didn't come on for long. And... I could add to the songs live and Danny just walked up to me and went, we need sunshine on leaf on. And I think it was Whitney Houston and Kygo High Love that was on. I was like, right, mate, I'll put it on. And it might come on, it might not. And it literally, the Proclaimers, Sunshine and Leaf came on next. And me, Chris Eats, Danny, and um guy called Dave Lindsay um, just linked arms there was about maybe 20 people still in the venue and we just sang Sunshine and Lee swaying back and forth the full fucking song, like four minutes, not giving a fuck about anyone that was looking at us and we're just singing us at the top of our lungs. And it was probably the best moment of the wedding, other than when we went to the hot tub later because uh, we were in a wee lodge down by the uh, down by the gate. Uh, it was brilliant, but that I fucking love Scotland, mate, because say, of that song. I'll say now is that I'm... I- fairly joyless human being but i did enjoy a hot tub party that was my first hot tub party and 10 out of 10 would do it again hot tubs are good but how did you guys feel wearing kilts 
I'll right. concede. I'll concede. I'm going to another wedding this weekend, right? And I bought a suit for it, and I'm looking at my suit, and I'm like, can't do fucking cartwheels or like splits. It wasn't even thing. cartwheels. I think that I look better in a kilt than I did. I do in a suit. I hated like there was a real talk about tender moments again. There was a real tender moment where I I helped Danny do his kilt up. Like I had my hands around Danny's waist, pulling his kilt up, and I fucking still don't put, know how to put a kilt on. Um, and I helped him do that. And I would wear a kilt again. I've been dead against kilts my whole life. I'll always wear boxers in them because I don't like being ah, fucking free down there. Nah, it's but fucking, that's not right. I'm, I'm pro kilt now. If it's if it looks good, I'll wear it. At mine's started falling. I went, mine started falling down when I was walking upstairs. And, uh, cause it, <laughs> and like, you had to walk up and down a lot of stairs. <laughs> People were applauding. You know, just done this fucking. <laughs> no, nah, I was going back to my room and. Uh, as I was walking up those stairs, I felt like my kilt started to fall down. But I managed to... It took a while, but I managed to tighten it again, thankfully. A couple of things, though. I didn't know how to do a piss. Right? Oh, that was my next question. Because fucking peeing in a kilt is the ultimate fear. Didn't do the urinal because I was like, I don't know how much space I'm going to take here. <laughs> and I, you know what? I, I, I contemplated sitting down in the toilet and I didn't, right? So I managed to navigate doing a piss where I just lifted my kilt up and I let my dick just hang like the scene in Braveheart when yeah. the English are fucking charging towards them but it made it difficult because I like a wee shake and then a wee bit of toilet paper to finish off I, I took it like a scrunchie with my left hand so I just like, scrunched it up and lifted it that's a very good method and then <laughs> And not to be crass, and I'm touching it very briefly. Doing a shite was very difficult as well because oh, that, that yeah. was Sam Galati. Um, Sam Galati, who we mentioned a few weeks ago when we were talking about really crude stuff, um, <laughs> was talking about wiping from one area. I had to use the Sam Galati method of wiping. Uh, Galati it. I Galati the oh, front to back kind of thing, or back to, uh, whatever it was. Back I to had front, to yeah. back to front. I had to do it um, because of the manoeuvrability. <laughs> Other than that. I would wear a kilt again. I think they look smart. They feel good. I like the uniformity of just you and your mates looking fucking cool together. I'd, yeah, I'd, I like that. It was kind of nice. You're just looking. You're going, there's, there's my mate. He, he, we're all the same. It's the count in the kilt. Um, yes. So I've been completely U-turned on a kilt. I'd wear one if I ever got married or if any of you guys ever asked me to be your best man, which is pretty much going to happen because we're all tight like that. Yep. Um, looking at you, Shane. <laughs> 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 then, yeah. Although I would, I would caveat that if any of you cunts ever get married, I don't want to be the best man because I don't think I've got the capability going up there and being anything other than me. Ah, you just do some form of fucking gambling shit. Guys, I used to gamble. And you're like, oh, fuck off. I, I, I don't think I would pick you as my best man. I think, I, I, I don't know if Scott still listens to this. My friend Scott who's like childhood sweetheart and all that. Aye, I think so. His his awkwardness needs to be that I would just love to put him in that situation. I also think there's something nice, there's something romantic about friendships growing up and all that. I don't think that I would get married, but if I did get married, I'd pick you as my best man because I know you'd give a good speech. But I also don't know if you would like to be put in that position with me. Nah, oh, I would I'd love to heckle you when the nah. speech. You <laughs> he knows too, <laughs> boy. Mate, I I'd, I'd have my own. Like you go, you'd be the man of the mic. I'd have my own fucking mic set up, <laughs> like plugged into the PA, just to go. All right, then let's fucking Aww. make this hard for him. God he knows. You, I mean, if I got married, I would. 
I would just make two of you my best man so you could compete in how good the speech is. I would Freestyle let... speech, Bentley. <laughs> like, oh, you've got five minutes each, boys. <laughs> I would let Shane do it if you want. Nah, I think you know that. too much about me, Danny, and you. I don't think even after I said I do, you still wouldn't believe that I've got the capability of love that much. <laughs> <laughs> just as... <laughs> I think we said before that I would just do your eulogy again because I've written your, your eulogy already. I would just read that out. Just bring that back out. I, I think like, and for people that aren't like, you know, people listening in New Zealand, kilts are fucking sensational. No Ser- one listens in New Zealand, mate. Seriously, kilts are fucking amazing. I like genuinely the one of the best thing I've best things I've done in Scotland was buy a kilt, and I wear it every chance I get. And I was about two kilos lighter when I bought this kilt, so getting into this kilt hurts. It's like a corset. That's fucking amazing. Like the first Kaylee I went to, I was doing lunges on tables next to old ladies and they were like, let me look at your dick. And it's just a funny thing that like old Scottish people were are pumped that you're oh, an old sex pests. <laughs> yeah. so a different time, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two years ago, no, Jimmy Savile's fucking Kaylee was really good. But no, like, I don't think Jimmy Savile invited old lady pedos, mate. <laughs> Oh, mate, I'm not exactly like, well, someone, just Jimmy Savile's phone book for like, oh, when do you stop old Margaret's into the wee boys in our 30s like, when do you stop being a wee boy because I don't think if an old lady banged me I'd get in like it's she that, wouldn't get in trouble it's that child like wee shiny face of yours that just lures <laughs> them all in it's the fucking like you know what makes my heart sink a wee bit I bought some Buckfast before and they you know when they at the they take your ID and they've got to put a raisin on the screen like that's this is clearly over twenty five. Like it's like obviously over twenty five, and the cunt pressed it so slowly. I went, all right, mate, you're not the fucking spring chicken. You, I just don't like that. I, what was a spring chicken, by the way? Remember, uh, it's a chicken in spring. I'm imagining. <laughs> <laughs> what if the chicken? What if the chicken's born in spring? Well, then it will also become a year older in spring. But it's also a very young chicken, so that's the whole point of it. Maybe it's a fresh chicken. That's a very, very, very young chicken, isn't it? Well, that's a spring chicken. So you're not a spring chicken means you're not a young chicken. Remember 40 minutes ago we introduced us saying that we had questions for people on Instagram? Nah, I think that this is... (laughs) Not one of those questions has been posed so far. (laughs) We are fucking one narcissistic podcast. Full full (laughs) confession. (laughs) We might have to record the question podcast next. (laughs) I love that we've actually... I was sitting there ready to ask all these questions nah Shane Shane wrote in a bit of paper about 20 minutes ago stop uh, ruining the magic uh, he's we're all we're all about <laughs> Shane could you please read out what you wrote 20 minutes ago well because I tried to bring in the, the, the questions <laughs> about four or five times and you can't like weddings 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 so I went let's just keep teasing the questions and do them the next episode I couldn't read any of that <laughs> but I just <laughs> I, I just seen, I just seen questions in the next episode hold on let's know reap <laughs> Hold on, let me give. I'm learning to write still, guys. Give let's, me a fucking. Let's no reap tearing questions. <laughs> I can understand questions. Do they next do? Reading and writing's hard, and fuck you guys. Yeah, remember, mate, they have to do fucking groomsmen stuff at 11 so they get taken out of school <laughs> <laughs> for a full year to get lessons in it. No, do you know what we were speaking about kilts there? I would quite happily wear a kilt every single day now because I am absolutely fucking, like, fuming, mate. I had to buy a suit on Monday, right, because, well, I needed a suit for this wedding. But I also came into work, right, and I I got the luxury of coming into a studio and putting my feet up, right? I shouldn't because it's very expensive equipment and the desk is fucking probably going to break one day. But I stick my feet up in the desk as I'm editing. And I noticed, and it's about the fucking 15th time I've noticed this over the past few years, Right, and I, I bought jeans two months ago 
from Topman. Fuck you, Topman. Charles Green, you prick. Um, and I looked down and I had a massive fucking hole in my crotch. And I want to brand this fucking nuisance, repeated offence by anyone that manufactures clothes as crotchery. It's like treachery of the crotch. You fucking always find that your crotch wears away in jeans. Usually after two years, but this was two months, man. We had, we had a different name for it back home. It was called corrosive gooch syndrome. Nah, this is crotchery. I, uh, Don't try I and had, steal my name, you dick. <laughs> I had this issue a few months ago, and cause... I it can strike an anywhere. exceptionally lazy human being. So what i done, it was black work trousers, and the fucking crotchery had kicked in, or your long-winded... Corrosive gooch in. syndrome. Yeah, that's the scientific yeah, I, name for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, CGS. They learned that at groom school. So I, I had a case of crotchery in CGS, and um, <laughs> what i done for like a month, because I... CGS does sound like the medical term, doesn't it? <laughs> I kept forgetting to go into a shop to buy new work trousers, because I really... Did you keep wearing Paying them? money. So what i done was I wore like, colour-coordinated pants with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good so if you wear, So you're wearing black trousers, but as long as you wear black boxes under it, nobody's going to notice. And then eventually, got really, really fucking hate having to buy work uh, clothes. So I hate having, because I only work a couple of days a week just now because I'm a student. And it's like a couple of shirts and a pair of black trousers. But when I need to buy new shirts, I'm like, oh, I need to spend like fucking £15 in Tesco on two shirts. That's really <laughs> annoying. That's 15 valuable pounds that I don't want to spend on work stuff. So it's the same with trousers. I, I what, what, what happens though? Like genuinely every single... Well, it gradually gets bigger and bigger to the point where... No, I know that, but what happens? <laughs> why, why does it happen is what I'm saying because every single... Well, that's where the den- rub is. Well, that's what do you mean? What's rubbing? Like, I'm, well, I'm sitting thinking, am I going, am I walking around in this fucking pair of jeans with a hard on for two weeks? What you actually do is you sweat fucking corrosive acid juices. from your bollocks. Corrosive James. juices from your it's, gooch. You, you either sweat sulfuric acid from your testicles <laughs> or that's just where the fabric rubs when you walk. No, and it just no, that in. one doesn't I think sense. the sulfuric acid it's from the, your balls. Can, can we put out a yeah. fucking public service announcement to the people that. Mate. In Cambodia, who are clearly getting paid fucking peanuts <laughs> to do I'll this. Cl- I'll click my fingers, you can dub it in. <laughs> Here's a public message to anyone in Cambodia making trousers. Can you make them fucking better? Yeah, we do. Nah, kid, on, it's horrible, that whole conditions. And <laughs> I don't know how to say that. But they're only going to get thinner now, James. Thanks very yeah. much. Well, I've got some new look trousers and they're all right, so. It's the thing, though. No, no, look, button. Buying buying jeans. Which is the same company. Buying jeans is the hardest fucking thing in the world. I, I'll do it for about. Maybe three times a year, and I spend about two hours doing it because I've got really big quads and I'm quite short. It's, so it's I'm as difficult as buying a beer for a website to buy. Fucking eat a bag you of need fucking jeans that fit big quads in New Zealand. Oh, no, no, but you yeah. do. Like I've kind of, I'm like this waist, this height, and like everything is fucked. And like you try. That's the on. sort of measurements that I think will help when you try buy trousers. <laughs> oh this, yeah, I'm about this waist and this height, and <laughs> I've got them, legs. Some of them are soft and stretchy and amazing, and then some of them like fuck you, your two sizes too small for too big for these ones it's just it's just a cunty thing to do and they always go in the gooch and they I've been thinking about what you said with the pants I've actually thought about this a bit because once you realise there's <laughs> since I said it 90 <laughs> seconds ago <laughs> yeah, no. once you like there's a life there's a life cycle of 
jeans or trousers, aren't they? Because you wear them like reckless as fuck. You do what you want. You're high kicking, you're lunging and all that shit. Soon as there's a rip, you're not. As soon as there's a rip, you're walking like a fucking penguin. You do just walk with your knees, eh? Just from your knees going, fuck it, I could get another two weeks out of these if I don't actually stretch them nah, ever. I'm I'm way, way fucking paranoid. As soon as I see it, I'll go and buy jeans. Like Monday, I seen it, I walked out, I bought jeans. See, Alan, like this guy's on. doing all right. Eh? Walked, <laughs> Alan Tate. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> buying jeans whenever he wants. You've obviously not listened to my Blair podcast with Sean McDonald where I admit how much debt I am in, uh, which yeah. you would have heard if you were. I can't about that time I wanted to talk about gambling. Well, we did talk about it. Are we going to acknowledge just now that we uh, spoke don't about break it? the fourth wall? We've yeah, done but it, but all it's in we the fucking future, do is break the fourth wall now. <laughs> We're like Deadpool. We've right? done it, and there was we need a fucking fifth wall. <laughs> the, the toughest thing, because we spoke about James gambling for about an hour and a half, and the hardest, the hardest thing to come from it was the fact that Shane was right. With nothing, nothing to do with your fucking horrible story. Shane was right. It wasn't fun. It I wasn't... Turn in, turns out, listening to somebody talk about losing fucking 20 grand and like, gambling and try to kill themselves a couple of times isn't fun. I walked in and I just said to the guys, no, I was like, I can have fun with this now. Like, I've, I've spoken about it a few other podcasts. It was quite funny. Last time I spoke about it, let's go for it. Then I... I had to fucking prod these cunts to make jokes and I'm just like, no. But it's really difficult to... I don't know. I can only speak for myself here. But you were like, the way, you, it, it didn't feel natural, because I, I made a couple of jokes and they just felt forced, because you're sitting, like, pouring your heart out over a fucking subject, it's really, like, really, really serious, and it's a really terrible story, and you've done it in a couple of better podcasts than this, and I still think, oh, we, we may put it again. Yeah, those ones are shit, those well, ones are rubbish. Two more serious podcasts than this, <laughs> and it worked a lot better on that platform not than sure. this. And, um, so, it was just... I still think it may be alright. We've never listened back to it. We recorded it a couple of weeks ago. It probably will see the light of day one day. But yeah. uh, I've I've tasked Danny with listening back to it. I don't. I I've never listened back to any podcast that I do with gambling. I've never, and I never will. But Danny listened back to it, and if it's shite, because we we try and uphold a standard of just real, <laughs> yeah. real low banter, you know. But I, that, I just use the word. Do you know we actually, somebody fucking arrow me in the throat, man? We got a message off someone recently that pretty much just said you guys talk about liquids that come out of your body too much <laughs> and it made like we, we discussed it and it made me actually feel kind of conscious because we do discuss liquids but then that come we did get a message like one message that I'll, I'll say there was the girl that said I'd really love when James talks about mental health we get messages with us sending yeah, really fucking up just, ourselves in it but we, we, we can't always well, just that was talk you about that that I was running <laughs> this down <laughs> I also got a message saying Shane's actually really handsome and <laughs> teabagging your brother's normal. So like, but no, how is Barbara anyway? <laughs> <laughs> That's his mom. But <laughs> no, we we so we're on a kind of uh, sabbatical. Aye, we, we've. It, that being said, Danny did send a message in the group chat. The last bit of pee that comes out. <laughs> but I wasn't going to go in depth about fucking cum or shit. Well, let's or let's end the like podcast that. then, and we'll dedicate this to Jennifer. I think it was that yeah, sent Jennifer. in that. Because we haven't talked about any moisture coming from our body. Exactly. Well, this one's for you, Jennifer. What Sperm. Was... <laughs> <laughs> when what? you jizz and it's all like, oh. And, uh, Fuck's sake, mate. Next you're jizz... going to be talking about anal leakage. <laughs> when does the, the, the jizz stop being jizz? It starts being like the Come, fucking lubricant. Only when it comes out your ass. When does it actually... <laughs> <laughs> but Shane, you're, are, would I be right to say that you're circumcised? 
Ah, yeah. I don't know so, what I was saying this on the podcast. So, I tell I tell people Shane's circumcised know, all the time. I you, like how it's like your go-to. Like, hey, it's a Shane. Hey, he's going on. He's circumcised. Like, it's like the second thing it's, you say. <laughs> it's like a, a British thing, having a foreskin. It's like it's, it's alien to a lot of people. A penis looks like a fucking alien anyway, but... I was thinking alien. about this yesterday. See, sometimes when you piss and you've not pulled your foreskin back, do you get that wee bump at the top of your foreskin? That, like... I pressed it yesterday when I was peeing. It's like it's like a build up of liquid, <laughs> and you press it down, and your pee goes straight, straight to the doctor, son. Straight to the doctor. It's not a bump. It's just like a build. Yeah, <laughs> and, and when you pee, it hurts, and it, like you have to scratch and stuff. Eh? No, no. Just well, no. I was going to awkward. We're making this. It's getting weird. Jennifer's not liking it, right? So, um, Jennifer listens on a Monday as well. I don't think that's a Monday morning podcast. Nah, I don't listen on a Monday. Do you when? So when you finish peeing and you need to shake it off a little bit, do you ever? Because you're circumcised, do you ever have a situation where when you put your boxers back up, you go, oh, "For fuck's sake, another little bit just came out right at the end there." Not as much, but here's something I saw at the pub the other day, and I thought it was amazing. You're looking at guys clock in the pub. A no, so basically, we're we're at a pub down the road. Cool, cool. And the dude was, we're, we're both peeing. He's shaking for ages. And I'm like, fear cool to you, mate. If that's what you do, you do it. You don't look at a guy next to you. No, but I was, I just could see he was shaking. Like, he was, Jenny was masturbating. No, that went through my head. But then you know what he did? He walked away from the toilet and he was still shaking. And I was like, immediately not cool. Like, don't fucking start throwing <laughs> piss in other directions. Like, I, I, I enjoyed that you were trying to get rid of the piss over here, but don't start throwing piss on the way to the fucking hand dryer. Like, this is not the game. And he did it until he got to the hand wash. He's just shaking his penis. And I was like, when are you putting it away? Like, there are fucking kids outside in this pub. Man. So what you're saying is there should be dick dryers at the urinal that you could just, like, but pull I your foreskin back and just... Jesus, sh- I don't have one, but Jesus, that's a good that's idea. It's a fucking brilliant as, idea. F- as foreskin owners, this is a problem. <laughs> Is that you? You think you're done, and you fucking shake. But I can't. I think it was Viz that had the sort of classic quote that anything more than two shakes is a wank. And uh, but it's it's not. It's because you fucking know you shake it, and then you so fucking, I often shake my dick before I have a wank. You'll squeeze. <laughs> you'll squeeze the tip and get a little another few drops of pee, and then you force out another few drops of pee. And you think right, that is it. That is I am fucking free from pee. I am pee free. And then you put everything back up, and then as soon as that fucking fabric of the boxers hits the tip of your dick, you go, oh, there's a little bit more pee, and it now feels like a fucking piss it's, myself it's for a wee bit. Three liters, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just to go back to what you were saying about that man's penis out there, when I was recently on holiday, as we've discussed my phobia of spiders um, in depth on this podcast, um, I remember I was in the toilet, it was, I can't remember where we were, it was a fucking public place, and I was peeing in the toilet. And you peed on one. And I was peeing, and on the wall was a couple of spiders. And I was like, ah, spiders, they're kind of far away, it's fine. Nothing to worry about, it's only the fucking Caribbean. It's definitely not some sort of killer spider. That sounded horrible, the way I dropped the word fucking Caribbean in there. I take that back, I'm sorry. But uh, I was peeing, and then the spider started moving, and mm. I instinctively fucking mm. panicked. So I fucking jumped back from the urinal. <laughs> And all of a sudden, if anyone had walked into that toilet, here's me in like a sort of star jump pose with my cock just hanging out. Pissing everywhere <laughs> like fucking praising the spider on the wall. So, Thank God, it's a spider. Pro- properly kind of hopped about the bathroom with my uh, cock out a little bit because a spider moved. And I thought, if anyone had walked in at that moment, how'd they go to fucking jail, man? Like, <laughs> I don't like peeing next to spiders I've actually become more tolerant <laughs> of spiders but I don't like peeing ne- listen to yourself as a grown man I don't like peeing next to spiders yeah, I'm, I'm with them I think there's a lot of people in there I think we're going to end this podcast we did promise that we'd do a question podcast so um, we'll, 
rather than having a guest in the next podcast, we're going to do two podcasts with <laughs> us back to back. Well, and the next one will be the question one. Let's see what you um, did because we didn't have a guest. I'm going to end up, this. So. I'm going to end this podcast <laughs> asking Jennifer a question. Does that happen to girls? The because we don't have a girl here. Does the pee situation happen to girls? When they think they're done, and then I just a little bit more drops out. From what I've heard, they pee like sprint because it's like a it's a horrible. Oh, good well, scary I, I, I don't trust Shane's word in anything, so I would like a female <laughs> opinion. But um, I had one last thing to say there, and yeah, so we've said that we're going to do Instagram questions next. I'll, I'll add that to the list with the rap songs and the kids songs. So I look forward to talking to you about anything other than Instagram questions in approximately fifty minutes. But what is actually one week from now? See you at the pub crew. It's a sub crew, you dick. <laughs> That was Drunk Therapy. If you enjoyed this podcast, go listen to some of the other ones. The old you would have. If you're on socials, like us there as well. Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Therapy. It's something weird on Twitter, which I can't remember right now.